What is going on, party people? Welcome to another edition of Playing Hurt Podcast. I am the one and only CJ Hurt. On my right is my man Drew Barrett. What's going on, Drew? Uh, not much. You know, just got back from uh, old vacation a couple days ago. Uh, had a lot of fun. Spent way too much money, though. I'm broke as a joke. That's how you know you have fun. Yeah. Man. So the so the grind's gotta it's gotta increase, so I can start continue to have fun and have some money. Awesome, awesome. Well, we are joined this week by USA Today freelance photographer Justin Ford. Justin, how are you doing on my left? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I can't complain, Justin. You know I can't complain. It's real exciting to have him in here. Uh, real quick, some housekeeping things. Drew, where can they find you at on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at dbarrett36. Also, follow me on Instagram at dbarrett1236. Don't forget to listen to me. Every Monday morning on WMR U92, that's 91.7, the sports desk for the greatest college perspective in sports. Awesomeness. You guys can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Conradicalness on both. You guys can listen to me on Wolverine Sports Radio also for I'm a co-host on Wolverine Wanderings and got some other things going on as well, but can't can't divulge that information quite yet, Drew. Uh, Justin, where can they find you at? Nowhere. Nowhere at all. <laughs> You're not on any form of social media. I try to keep it low-key. Uh, well, I'm on Instagram at uh, J-B-Z-E-N-T. <laughs> J-B-Z-E-N-T. Underscore E-N-T. How do you spell B-Z? J-B-I-Z-Z-Y. That's B-I-Z. No. Okay. I pronounce it. I'm from Memphis, so. Okay. Cool. Whatever. <laughs> J-B-Z on the gram. That's where you can follow him. You can also... You know, see all his pictures. They're all over the place. Anytime there's a, a local sporting event, Justin is usually there taking pictures, and it's all over USA Today, and it's great, man. It's really great. And we brought Justin in here because he, you know, knows about the Grizzlies, taking a bunch of photos of Grizzlies players. And what we want to do is we want to try to capture the Grizzlies season with some of our favorite Grizzly moments. And what better to... Who better to get than a photographer to try and capture a moment? Well, right. instead of using a video camera or a photo, a photo, uh, <laughs> or what am I going to say? Phot- I don't know. Camera? It's either a, it's either a video camera or, or an actual camera or an actual camera. So still it's not a, a it's just a, a, a photography yeah. camera. It, it is still it is, picture. It is a, a digital photography camera. If you want to put it okay. As, so there we go. Instead of using a video camera or right. a digital photography camera. Then uh, I know we're, we're going. About. We're going to use words to try and capture the grizzly season. Okay, everybody good with what that? Having to the picture thing. <laughs> what picture thing? You said we're capturing it with the picture. No, instead of capturing it with a picture, I, I thought in, I thought we were capturing it with the picture instead of a can instead of a video. No, well, instead of hard. a video camera and a or a what's what's the name of it again? Digital photography camera. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of one of those two things, we're capturing it with our words, Drew. Oh. okay. Keep up. Well, you I, confused, somebody, I know it. I confused everybody. <laughs> Sorry out there. Oh, before we get started, everybody listening, you are now proud members of Herdaholics. T-shirts coming soon. Yay. Yay. Yay, you guys for listening. <laughs> I'm excited that you guys when, when to are the t-shirts us. coming out? Soon. Soon? Soon. Soon. Are we going to have a giveaway? Do you need to get my sauce? Yes, I do need to get Okay. Because you are a friend of the show. Excellent. Do friends of the show? No, friends of the friends show. Friends of the show get free t-shirts. Do they get nice. different t-shirts? Well, they get friends of the show T-shirts. Oh, okay, yeah, not we talked of, about that not, with Carly. Last yeah, time. not not Herdaholics T-shirts and Carly. 
Uh, Carly so Lass, Carly like Lawrence. Haynes white t-shirt I get instead of like the Hurtaholics. No, it'll say friend of the podcast. And I'll have okay. my face and we'll on. have and everybody's names okay. who okay. are friends of the podcast. But then we'd have like, to redesign the po- the shirt every time. Well, we just release a shirt a year. Okay. So, yeah, that, that'll be how we do that. Uh, now that we've got our T-shirt plan taken care of, <laughs> let's hop into it and discuss some of the, the great moments. Unfortunately, the Grizzlies basketball season has ended. Mm. We all know that happened last week and everything. The city's been kind of down. No NBA basketball in the city to talk about. Right. Um, but it was a pretty good season, and there were some great moments that took place during the season. And really, we just want to sit here and discuss some of our favorite moments. Justin, what we'll start with you. Okay, me first. Yeah, you first, man. Right. Give a guess. Um, I'll say from a photography standpoint, um, it would probably be um, the first Jeff Green dunk that we had of the season uh, because, you know, at first we were just all, uh, you know, just run to the basket type team. And, and that's cool, but, you know, seeing somebody cut through two defenders and just slam in the hoop, it was um, it was amazing to see. You know, it felt like... The Grizzlies of a couple of years ago, you know, we've always been looking for somebody to dunk the ball and never really had it. So that's that's probably for me one of the great moments of the season. Uh, with with uh, the the green dunk it uh, or dunks because he he, yeah. he had a couple this year yes. where it was just eye opening jaw dropping moments in Grizzlies <laughs> basketball. Uh, I agree with everything you said. JJ was here last year and. Uh, he could get up there, and he was athletic enough to get up there and throw right. down some pretty impressive dunks on some pretty Im- impressive moves. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't there at all this year, and it was a team that, for the most part, played, and still for the most part, plays beneath the rim right? in a lot of ways. So you don't get a lot of that excitement. There's not a whole lot of moments where you're going to turn turn on the TV and see Grizz highlights with somebody dunking on ESPN and stuff exactly. like that, getting in Sports Center Top 10 and stuff. Right, because, you know... <laughs> It used to be uh, Randolph would uh, have 10 rebounds and 20 points, but they'd always be off of his rebounds and points. So, you know, <laughs> it, it, was, uh, it was just refreshing to see somebody who could just go to the rim and just slam it in. Um, so, photography-wise, that's that's me. Uh, Well, there goes one moment. Drew, what about you, man? <sighs> Probably I'd have to- – uh, a set moment or a thing about the season that was great? So, well, we'll say thing about the season. Cause, and then we'll just I have a, I got a set moment. moment and I've got a well, great thing about the season. Let's 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 go with the set moment first. All right, set moment had to be November thirteenth against the uh, Sacramento Kings. Uh, it's like less than a second left to go. Vince Carter inbounds to Courtney Lee, jumps up, mm. reverse layup, gets right off his fingertips as the yeah. buzzer's going off. I went absolutely crazy watching that game. That was probably one of my favorite moments of the season. That that was a. Another memorable one of those memorable moments, and one of those moments that again it was all over national media. We right. talk about the Grizzlies being a small market team, and media outlets don't love small market team. We're grit and grind. Media doesn't like us. Blah blah blah, blah 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 blah. Not flashy, but it's two players, yeah, who do pretty flashy things at times. And that layup by Courtney Lee, Vince Vince Carter had an amazing <laughs> pass right there. Couldn't have been more perfect. No, and it was a player on the ball, and in that situation, that's what you want to do. You want to hit a player on the ball, and there was a player on the ball, and for whatever reason, 
the Kings just decided to both stay with Mark mm-hmm. as Courtney Lee's going to the rim. So great pass, great finish, bonehead play by the Kings. And I agree with you that that's one of those moments I remember where I was when I saw that happen. And I remember staying up where were just you? to see. Uh, I was at home. Okay, <laughs> I was on the other end. Uh, <laughs> I was in. I was watching with friends at uh, fraternity house. Yeah, I was. I was at home, and I remember staying up. The only re- reason I remember it is because I stayed up to see where it would. I guess finish in the sports center like top mm-hmm. ten that night or whatever. Right, and it went pretty high up there. I think it was one. Yeah, pretty sure it was one that night. Uh, and it was just great to see Grizzlies getting some love and Courtney Lee, you know, making the play. That was exciting. Uh, I guess if I go to a moment for me, and again, guys, these aren't ranked. We might take a stab at ranking them, <laughs> maybe. We're not but they great at ranking. No, we're not. <laughs> We attempt them all the time. Not not moments. You can't rank moments because now this team each moment is yeah. different. Mm-hmm. That the Courtney Lee's layup was for a game winner. Jeff Green's dunk was eye opening, but it wasn't for a game winner. No. But Green's layup wasn't as eye opening as that Jeff Green dunk was because I don't think anybody was expecting him to get up like that. No. Because we we're so accustomed to seeing players, Tony Allen mm-hmm. play, you know, get to the paint and then Lay it up. Mike Conley get to the paint and hit you with that soft floater. And so that's what we're used to seeing. And for Jeff Green to get up there, that was just shocking. And the thing about Jeff Green is he starts going for the dunk almost at the three-point line. Oh, yeah. You know, you can see it in his eyes Mm -hmm. when he's about to go. And you're just looking at the two defenders right in front of him, and they're like, I don't want any of that. No, and they just kind of sort of step out the way. Right. Just politely, oh, you're finna, let me step out of the way. Throw <laughs> my hands up. up on a poster <laughs> don't, forever. I don't want to get on the post. Nobody wants to get posterized. that's what I want for the Grizzlies. I want one posterized dunk for the Grizzlies. Just one good, clean one. That's Vince Carter didn't have one? I thought Vince had one against uh, oh, yeah. against he the Trailblazers. Have, yeah. To, to spark that run the Grizzlies went yeah. on. So that was, that was one of the good ones. Uh, nobody mentioned Vince Carter. That that particular dunk has a, a moment to remember, but that was a that was a good moment. That's mm. one of the many good moments I have that a didn't make the list. Relationship with Vince Carter. How wow. can you love hate Vince Sanity? Because <sighs> I, you you go on with your pick, and, and I'll, I'll I'll hold I'll hold it. I'll no, we're no, all no, we're no, all no, Vince. I got, now, no, got I love Vince Carter. I've always right. loved Vince. Carter. Here's the thing: when they go out on the court, I always see Vince. He does his pregame uh, routine and everything like that. And every time he attempts a three. He looks back like, man, I could have made it. But it's like that ten times in a row. And then when he finally makes it, he does his three. Yeah. But <laughs> when blind, the, man. Right. But when the season kept going on and he kept missing them, it, the the flight was less and less. So <laughs> he would five seconds and then two seconds and then toward the end he barely did it. He's You know, you had to just get it real quick because you knew he was just going to give up on it. So that's why I have a love-hate because, you know, I feel like, oh, yeah, he's going to make it. And then I go, nah. So you look forward mm-hmm. to Vince Carter. Do you look forward to people when they celebrate the three yes. so you can get I mean, the pictures? Yes. He's got the arms back, tongue out, just going. Yeah, I mean, I got an amazing photo of uh, Courtney Lee during the playoffs when he made, when he hit a big shot. You know, he w- um, I don't know how to describe it, but, you know, he was just all emotion. And uh, that's, you know, Vince um, having a three-point celebration, I think it's something new that we don't aren't really used to you know well, um, you got Mike Conley just, uh, yeah but see here's the thing Mike will do it but he'll do it quick sometimes mm-hmm. cause I don't think he likes to boast a lot you know that's why whenever I see any emotion out of him when he's like oh, like that you know really aggro it's few and far between mm-hmm. so yeah Vince he'll do the, the birds all the time but I have a love hate relationship 
I have a three point. I have a couple of three point celebrations. I think you should get pictures of so okay. we can get them going. I have the uh, it's morphin time three Rhinosaurus <laughs> Rex right there. Okay, okay. And then I have uh, my three point guitar. All right. Oh, and okay. it's a couple more that I forgot. Okay. They're, they're just in case I ever make a three in a church ball game. <laughs> so you might there. you might need to be I there for be that. There. So you can get pictures of it. I'll be your personal Do we need media passes? No. Do well, I need to call the church like, yo, put me down for two. I, I'll get you I'll playing. get you some passes, but I'm right, not taking cool. questions after the game. I don't want uh, any any one of you to ask me the worst question ever and take away from my uh, worst worst question ever crown. I almost think mm. that's a humble brag. <laughs> almost. Almost <laughs> <laughs> I mean <laughs> No matter and, and speak, how speaking of moments, that was kind of memorable. No matter how bad it is. <laughs> so no. you're picking your own moment. <laughs> I, you know what? I I am going to be that guy. We are that guy on this show. I'm going to be that guy. Have our have our uh, heard of Holics heard of? It? I you have to be under a rock. Uh, heard of Holics? Well, I didn't hear about it down in. Well, you were under a rock. I was uh, I wasn't under a rock. <laughs> I was on a beach. Heard of Holics? So here's the situation. Go down to the presser for to the post game press conference. After the Grizzlies lose that heartbreaking game six to mm. Golden State, season's over with. Everybody's asking Steph Curry questions about this shot he made. Great the sixty-two questions. foot. Great questions. They <laughs> all journalistic they, questions. They all ask the do. same question about the sixty-two foot shot. <laughs> Steph, how often do you practice that shot in practice? <laughs> how many have you made before? <laughs> Where does that shot rank all time on the list of great shots? <laughs> How come? Like, how come, come every journalist you just described just sounds white as anything to me? Because they they all were. We're all white. Uh, yeah. Is that is that how I talk? <laughs> is that how white people? Talk? If the shoe fits. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> or if the <laughs> fits. fits. Yeah. <laughs> you have to wear it. See, you just did it. Yeah, but I've never done that before in my life. <laughs> um, you just did. Of course, of course you had. But anyways, back to the story. Yes. So after all those questions come, I, I wanted it to be the last question. Just good nature, fun. Uh, it wasn't the last question. Somebody had another freaking question about that dang shot. Mm. But the question was, Herderholics, who do you want to play in the next round? Is there somebody you want to avoid? Steph Curry in awesome MVP fashion? No disrespect, but that's the worst question ever. First off, when you start a statement with not to be rude, no disrespect, right. not to be mean. Bless her heart. It's going to be one, yeah. it's going to be disrespectful, mean, and rude. So yeah. when he hit me with the no disrespect, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Mm-hmm. That's yes. the worst question ever. See, you should have sued him because uh, he misled you. Yeah. <laughs> he did say no disrespect and then disrespect. Yes. But there have been tons of worse questions than that one that I just asked. Like what? Doug Williams. Somebody asked Doug Williams, "How long have you been a black quarterback?" A black. Uh, somebody. Somebody asked Shaq. Uh, Johnny. Johnny Radio pulled it up. Friend of the podcast pulled it up, and uh, it was somebody Shaq. When Shaq was in Miami, they have just wanted to go to the finals, and somebody asked Shaq something along the lines of, "If a venomous, if you were sitting up here with your mom right now, and a poisonous snake came out and bit your mom." in the chest area right here and pointed to his chest, uh, would you be willing to suck the venom out for an NBA championship? That was the question he asked. How does that even go through your mind and say, I'm going to ask him that? Okay. But Shaq, Shaq had a great response, and his response was, no, I wouldn't, but I would if it was your wife. Oh, oh like, oh, Diesel got him, the big nice. Aristotle. Don't do it to him, but yeah. And Shaq, Shaq's so big that you might take him seriously. You know, might you? You know, I, I wonder if the guy's wife was like, 
So Shaq's looking at me now. <laughs> it's like, what's up with that? Right. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't Shaq my number. But uh, but yeah, so that that was a pretty memorable moment in Grizzlies basketball season. I might I might never get another pass though. I might not get credentialed anymore. Yeah, yeah, well. You should just do what I always do. I always just sit there. I mean, I've had questions to ask, but, like, I've never gotten up the courage to ask them. <laughs> like, I remember, I mean, I've had, like, I've, when I worked with Marcus, I, we were interviewing uh, Chris Paul, Blake Griffin. I wanted to ask a question, something about the game, and I just sat there quietly. When I worked for did the Tri-State Store at Magic Johnson, I'm standing this close to him. The lady next to me asked a question, and then he just looks at me like, you can ask a question. I just look up to him and go, Shake my head real fast, like no, sir. All right, I let everybody else do my work for me. <laughs> I'm just too nervous. I'm a little starstruck. Well, I, I will tell you that speaking of being starstruck, uh, the first game I shot for uh, with USA Today for the Grizzlies, I saw uh, Penny Hardaway. And uh, growing up in Memphis, I was always a big Penny Hardaway fan. I had the shoes, the rookie card, everything. And so I had my camera in my hand, and I turned, and I was like, "Oh my God, that's Penny Hardaway." And I lost grip of my camera and threw it halfway in the court before the middle of the game. So my lens and everything just split in two. And I was like, hey, Penny. <laughs> While I'm walking out in the middle of the court to go pick up my did camera. Did you try that cool when you're walking out? I tried. Out? I tried, but it did, it did not work. So um, I think me and him bonded over that moment. Um, so when actually Steph hit that shot, I don't know if you guys remember, you know, they had that half court, win a million pennies yeah. uh, thing. And so when Steph hit that uh 70 foot? Is it 65? 60, 62 foot. 62 foot shot. I went up to Penny and I asked him, so uh, it's, are you going to give Steph a million pennies now? And, uh, <laughs> and uh, Penny was just like, no, no. I just kind of shook his head and walked away. So <laughs> I've been invited to a couple of barbecues after that. So I think it's oh, going yeah. Yeah, to be good. I can probably nice. have him in here for you guys. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah. Penny. Penny Hardaway get a t-shirt. I might have a heart attack if he no, walked it's, in It's here. just Penny. Yeah, it's just Penny. Now, if we were talking little Penny. No. Now that would that would be something special, right That's there. That's like some tales from the hood type. type <laughs> <laughs> we can we can bring it back a little bit. Nice, nice. Uh, back back on memorable moments for the Grizzlies. Drew, you had you said you had a a range or something like that. Mm. What was it? Uh, probably one of the most memorable things is is the start of the season. You know, you start off six and zero. Uh, first twenty five games, you're twenty one and four. That has just been unheard of as a Grizzlies fan. <laughs> Or, I mean, pretty much any franchise. I mean, that's almost incredible to do. And it was a season, uh, franchise history type of start. And just team was just playing phenomenal. So I gotta, that's definitely got to be up there. Yeah, I agree. I, I would agree with everything you said pretty well, much because it, it was that, that start right there was like, oh, this season's going to be mm-hmm. special. Yes. That, that was the thought going into it. And it, and it was special. Oh, yeah. Let's not take away from from anything. They they lost to a team who probably wins the NBA Finals this year. And if you lose to a championship team, like that's you just hey, that's that's don't fine. put your head down about that. No, you don't. You don't. And for them to start off as well as they did, as hot as they did, it was just oh my gosh, they might actually get a one seed. Or and then the the Warriors kept winning. The Warriors were the Warriors, and it was like, well, they might actually get a two seed because of that great start that they had, and so. That that's a great, great moment right there. A range of moments or some whatever we call that. Uh, I got another one for you. Wednesday, December seventeenth. Where were you? Oh, oh. 
Because if you weren't watching the three overtime game versus Spurs, I don't know what you were doing with your life. <laughs> I think I, I was somewhere. December seventeenth. What was I doing? Are you really finna try and figure it out? I just yeah. told you what you needed to be doing. I probably was doing it. I'm just trying to think of where I was watching it at. On a Wednesday? On a it was. I, I, I wasn't I in know. school or anything. I might have been. Oh, I, I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah. So that three overtime victory against the Spurs. Right. It was their first win at the AT and T Center since 2011, and Mark had that bank three to send the game to overtime. I remember. It. <laughs> I, remember, I, I remember I was watching that. Where were you? I think I was at a Chili's. Okay. It's at a Chili's. Hey, it's a neighborhood restaurant. Hey, sure. <laughs> well, every, I'm in, every neighborhood. I mean, I'm, I'm from a small town in Rossville, so I went over to Carville and met a couple friends at Chili's and had some chips and salsa and watched the game. The game. Hey, nice. Nothing wrong with that. No, I mean, there's like, it's like, you got Chili's, you got like Trophy Room. I think like those are like the only two like kind of bar places right. in Carville. So I mean, I would have had to go all the way down to Memphis to actually get a bar since. So see, I'm yeah. a I'm a bad fan because um, the season gets kind of long after a minute, and, <laughs> and uh, you know, my wife she's always uh, she's like, "Where are you going to be today?" I'm like, "Well, I got three games this week," and so if I'm not at a game, usually I'm doing yard work. So that's probably that's what, terrible. Yeah, yeah, I'm an adult. So <laughs> <laughs> well, the game. You know, Grizzlies blew a 23-point lead. So I was watching it up until the Grizzlies got up by 23 because we talked about it on the show. Mm -hmm. If you get up by more than X amount of points in certain sports, I turn it off. I stop watching. So I'm thinking up by 23, ball game. Nobody comes back from being down 23. I don't care what quarter it is. Mm -hmm. And the Spurs not only came back but had the lead going into the final three and a half, four seconds, and you just see Mark catch the ball. It's like, okay, Mark, pass the ball to somebody who can make a three. And he just doesn't pass it. He hits him with a shot fake, step through, banks it off the glass for it to go in. It's like, oh, my gosh, we're going to overtime. And then Tim Duncan hit a nice uh, bank shot to send the game to another overtime. And so it was a three-overtime contest. Uh, Zach Randolph had 21 points, 21 ribbies. And what was real special about it, is the fact that it was the second game of a back-to-back. Yeah. And they beat Golden State in the first game to snap Golden State's 16-game win streak. And so you go in a two-day span, you beat the best team in the NBA, you snap their win streak, and then you defeat the uh, defending champions. And that was the first time somebody had done that since 2001. (laughs) Wow. And that was was just phenomenal, real memorable for Mm me. Uh, Drew, you got another one? I do have another one, but do you, you got any more? No, no, no. You do you. Okay. Uh, um, I got to give my last memorable. It's not really a moment that happened, but I got to give a shout out to the fans, the Grizzlies fans. Uh, this year, they averaged. You, wait, hold on. Are yeah, you, are yeah. you making them the whole average. home season? <laughs> yeah. The moment? Yeah. No, I'm talking about the support from the city. It's what's been so memorable. It's in the highest. Oh, okay. it, it's been yeah. the Got you. highest uh, attendance average in franchise history going back even by Vancouver fans uh 95 percent of the stadium uh, the arena was filled every night that's seven on average seventeen thousand three hundred and twenty nine wow that's pretty good look at wow. this guy throwing out numbers yeah. yeah look at him you better do it so Come props, back from Grizz nation props Grizz nation that's that is a moment well worth remembering yeah i think this is the only the first of a long time where we've not had such a big uh, change in lineup or coaching situation, and everybody kind of 
stop griping and kind of let the system work this year. Um, you know, because I know last year I was like, ah, who's this Dave Yeager? And then it was um, people were worried he was going to leave to go to Minnesota for a minute. And so, you know, this year we were like, oh, man, we're winning all these times and and everything's going right. And then we got Vince Carter. Wow, he's, you know, he's going to be knocking down these threes and stuff. Love, hate. And, uh, <laughs> and so, you know, I think I think people really came out, like you said, and um, just showed a lot of respect for the Grizzlies this year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and having that type of home atmosphere also gave the Grizzlies, I think they were 27-7 and throughout the regular season at home. Yeah. That's pretty good. Wow. That'll do it. They got their money's worth. 27-7. and Yeah, that's why it's, I'm reading right here. Uh, that can't be right. Cause that's Can what, we fact check that? Yeah, let's fact check that. Right. Uh, it's, it's on NBA.com. Fact checked. Uh, because it's like it's 40, 41? 41 home games. So how many is that? What am I short? You're short like seven. Yeah. You do I'm not, short six. You don't work at a bank. You're tw- you? 27 no. and seven? 27 no. plus seven is what? 27 plus seven, that's 34. And 34 minus 41 Oh, 41. Is. I was doing 40. That's on me. <laughs> That might have been why I've been having so much trouble with my bank account lately. Maybe. <laughs> no, no, it was Rachel's fault. Maybe. Not my fault. <laughs> Maybe you need to learn how to add. Uh, <laughs> moving on, Mark Gasol. Uh, mm. Just season he put together. Man. Specifically, though, the All Star game started because the franchise has been around for eighteen years. Ninety That's since ninety five. Ninety five, ninety six, and hadn't had a a NBA All Star in the an NBA All-Star starter ever. And for Mark to do that, people, we were witnessing history right there. And hopefully it's the first of many future right. NBA starting All-Star players. I'd say, just off the top of my head, um, um, when he got the the bid and everything and he he was All-Star, um, he was in the, in the low post doing something, I forgot, and he got... <laughs> what I thought was fouled, and one of the assistant coaches just looks at the ref and goes, you know that's an all-star starter that you didn't call the foul on, right? <laughs> <laughs> it, definitely, it definitely adds some uh, some credibility to mm-hmm. him. Because now it's, hey, I'm Marcus All. I'm an NBA I'm big all-star. I'm, I'm, a I'm a starter yes. in the NBA all-star game. Yes. So give me respect. Yeah. Call, call the fouls when oh, I yeah. get fouled. Oh, yeah. I can ball. Oh, yeah, you know. Um, and I think his game kind of changed up as well. Like, usually he would always just, you know, post up, but now I've seen him do, like, little baby crossovers and stuff like that. I'm like, <laughs> all right. I don't, I don't know what he's trying to do, but he, he can go with it. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you got another one? I, I wanted to go off the all-star oh, thing. Like you said, um, hopefully it's more uh, first of many more to come. Do you think Mike Conley ever gets that um, starting role in the uh, all-star game? By the time... Other point guards in the West start taking steps back. They Mike Conley to... will also be taking a step back, and there'll yeah. be a new generation coming through. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't see it happening. Because, I mean, him and Steph came out the same year. So, yeah. he, I mean, statistically, they're, both their careers will probably last the same amount. So, right. Do you think he ever passes Steph Curry and gets that all-star bit? Uh, Drew, no disrespect. I mean, that's, that's the worst, worst question, question ever. Yeah. I mean, he, he <laughs> broke his face, okay? And people are still like, eh, I don't know. So, and that, yeah. that Steph Steph has that that fan following because that's all the All Star game is. Mm-hmm. It's a popularity contest He's for got the a most cute part. Baby, so and 
Yeah. <laughs> who who I'd like to ask questions about the because sources close to the situation we discussed it said that she, Steph had a pony for her when she mm-hmm. got home. And I just wanted to see how excited she was about the pony and the yeah. Princess Castle as well. Oh, yeah. And how pissed Steph was that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you that wouldn't be the worst. That that would be the worst question ever. Because that would, that would take it home. After he said that, you should have grabbed the mic back. But like, you want to hear a bad question? And just I, had a whole list of I had a whole list you of them. That's what it. I thought about doing. Uh, last, do you have any more? Um, let me scroll through here a little bit. Um, because I have one more. And that is... Something just came out. You what? go, and then something came no, off the go top ahead. of my head. Knock no, it out. you got it. Because I still got I got to look some something. Uh, like the NBA, the all-NBA selections. So we talked about Marcus All being the first ever All-Star game starter in Grizzlies franchise history. He was also this year, that came out about two days ago, also the team's first ever first team All-NBA selection. And and that is outstanding. Oh, yeah. Well-deserved, too. Yeah. Well-deserved. Uh, Tony Allen also made, you know, first team all defense. So go Tony. I, I, I think he was uh, clairvoyant because he, <laughs> <laughs> he was yelling that way before it was released. So they kind of had to give it to him at that point. Oh yeah, maybe he knew something that we all didn't know. But yeah, so you got the first time, first ever All Star game started, the first ever NBA first team all, you know, All NBA selection. You know, that's pretty memorable. Oh yeah, right there in and of itself, Drew. Last thought, homie. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was trying to figure the thing of the stat of that uh, long stretch that uh, Zach Randolph had uh, double double doubles. doubles for. It was close to eighteen, was it? It was up there. Yeah, it was. Up I was there. trying to find the stat real quick, but I'm sorry, listeners, you're just gonna have to find that out yourself. Um, but yeah, that that streak of double doubles for Zach is, I get pretty memorable. Oh yeah, but like I said. Most of them came from his own rebounds. <laughs> he well, misses, he misses. if you want to pick and <laughs> choose things here. He's masterful at, I guess, getting the defense where he right. needs them to be and then kind of just throwing the ball over the goal or hitting the just ball against the rim. And, yeah. and, and because they're, they're out of position. They're in good defensive position, but right. they're in poor rebounding position for whatever reason. And he's great at just jumping up in the air kind of swatting you off with one yes. arm, bouncing it off the backboard, catching it, gathering, and going right back up with it oh, before yeah. you can make the adjustment necessary. I got one more question I'm going to ask y'all. Go ahead. Uh, grade the season. You got to. Grade the season? Grade the season. Uh, I uh, Okay, I would um, I would probably give it a good B+. Plus, B+. Plus, um, because we started off great. But then we had that lull in the season where it looked like everybody kind of forgot what to do, mm-hmm. um, like uh, Nick Lathis and um, Gasol <laughs> kind of got into it for a minute. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, just quick side. Um, when they were having those bad games, um, Mark Gasol goes to Nick Lathis and goes, are you deaf? <laughs> and uh, Nick Lathis Nick Lathis goes, what? <laughs> and Mark goes, learn how to play basketball. And he was like, if you can't do this, go sit down on the bench. And I was like, all right, all right. Mark is really getting uh, pumped up. But, yeah, I, that's why I give it a B plus because, you know, we had that awesome crescendo in the beginning and then plateaued and then, you know, so B plus. Drew, what do you give it? I'll give it an A minus. Okay. That'd be nice. All right, I'm going to be real nice. Are y'all ready? Buckle in. Uh-oh. Buckle up. Is this the worst answer ever? This might be the worst <laughs> answer ever. I'm giving it an incomplete. 
because of specifically because of the injuries that happened in the Golden State series, I feel like it would have been better, and we would have really seen what this Grizzly team could do. Had Mike Conley not had a busted face, had Tony Allen not had the hamstring issues, and I think that they the season is incomplete because they left a lot of it out there because of the injuries. Yeah, that if if everybody's healthy, I think that game go that series with Golden State goes seven games. Easy, but do you win in seven though? Get get to seven, and we find out. Oracle is a tough place to play. Golden State doesn't lose there. Right. But Memphis did beat them there. Oh, yeah. And, and, in game two. And so far, from what it's looking like, we are the only team to take Golden State as far in the playoff series mm-hmm. as is any team playing right now. You know, they swept the first team. And it looks like they're going to sweep Houston. So, I mean. Yeah. But, you know, they get an eye from me. Uh, an incomplete. Because, like I said, the injuries. But you know what, folks? Hurtaholics. Uh, that does it for this episode of Playing Hurt. Drew, where can they find you at again, man? You can find me on Twitter at dbarrett36, on Instagram, dbarrett1236. And don't forget to listen to me every Monday morning on WMRU92, the sports test for the greatest college perspective in sports. Justin? They can find me on Instagram at j. BZ, JBZ, <laughs> ENT, that's JBZZY underscore ENT. I don't know why ENT, but <laughs> I thought it was cool. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Conradicalness. You guys can get in touch with the show via email, playing her podcast at gmail.com. You guys can also follow us on the Snapchat, uh, playing hurt. Uh, for Drew and Justin, I'm CJ. Thank you guys for listening, man. Have a wonderful and blessed day. Take it easy.